You're listening to the Mind Manual Podcast, Episode 14, The 50-50 of Life. Hello everyone and welcome. In this session, I want to talk about the 50-50 nature of life and the suffering we cause ourselves in denying the truth or reality of what it means to live in a world of relativity. We forget that we were born into a world where the rules of the game are that for every action, there is always an equal yet opposite reaction. This was Newton's third law, and in an extract from a book titled The Mathematical Principles of Natural Translation in 1729, Newton defines it as the mutual action of two bodies upon each other are always equal and directed to contrary parts. Newton is defining it within the context of two physical bodies, but really this principle applies to everything in life. We are always going to have the opposite ends of the spectrum present itself to us in whatever form. To help give us the context, we need to know one from the other, whether that be from slow to fast, light to dark, hot to cold, from generous to greedy, rich through to poor, up from down, left to right, love to hate, on, off, black and white, even the good through to evil. And the list goes on and on. For everything, there is an equal and opposite. We have positive emotions and we have the equivalent yet opposite negative emotions. And this concept also applies to our mind. We convince ourselves with evidence that the glass is half empty and equally convince ourselves with evidence that the glass is also half full. Both are right and true. It's just which one you want to focus on and which reality you want to choose to have about your experience of a half glass of water. Notice how I said choose. No one can make you think one way or the other about how you want to view that half glass. Whether you're aware of it or not, you are still making a choice about what way you want to think about it. This is where all your power lies, in the ability to consciously choose what focus you want to have, which will induce a certain way of feeling about that, which then fuels your actions and behaviour to ultimately produce a result or outcome in relation to that original thought or belief. And those results will inevitably come around full circle to validate the thought or belief. So we set up our experience and results in life based on our thoughts and belief. It's this self-fulfilling prophecy or self-sustaining cycle that we get trapped in. And we never even recognize that it was created through our choice. For most of us, it remains an unconscious choice. But once you awaken to it and exercise this power that we all have in consciously choosing which side of the 50-50 of life that we want to align with and track along, it is truly liberating. So this 50-50, as it applies to our mindset, is represented by one side being grounded in a contracting mindset with its equal but opposite side, which is grounded in an expanding mindset. 
We have a choice to direct our focus and attention in having gratitude for all the things that we do have in our life, or we can direct it in being resentful for what we don't have. There is no right or wrong way to experience this. It really comes down to which reality serves you and how you ultimately want to feel and orientate yourself in life. You can look for the good or the bad in something or someone, the right or the wrong. You can accept it or reject it. You can approach something with allowance or with resistance. And everyone could line up all the evidence they need to validate whichever way they decide to look at it, to prove how right they are. And oh, how we all want to be right. At least that part feels good. But the question to really ask ourselves is, do I like the way that it makes me feel? And am I happy with the results that this way of thinking has produced? Because we all have this 50-50 choice to make about which way we want to orientate our thoughts and perspective, and therefore our experience of something, we need to become more conscious of the fact that it really comes down to a choice that we're making, which ultimately means that we get to choose our reality. Most of us aren't aware that it really is a choice. Most people think they're just narrating the facts about how something is. We become blind to the fact that an equal and opposite side also exists. But that half glass of water example is really just neutral. It's the observer that gets to choose to make it mean that it's half full or half empty. This is the power of our free will in making a choice. It's not in needing to change the circumstance to fit your narrative, but in choosing which narrative we want to fit the circumstance. And since most circumstances out there in the world are outside of our control, we need to embrace the power that we do have in what we want to make anything mean. So it's never about the circumstance that determines how we think and therefore how we feel. We need to insert conscious thought and decide which way we want to think about something, which really should be based on how we actually want to feel. Whenever we're feeling negative emotions, we don't need to go thinking that this isn't the way it's meant to be. How could that be the case? If we have this range of emotions where 50% of them we would describe as being positive and the other 50% as negative, we have access to the full range and they are all available to us in this human experience. So why do we expect to experience only half of them? Given we also have free will, it's us that ultimately gets to choose what way we want to think about something which will also invoke the law of cause and effect. Seeing the good in something will have the effect of inducing a positive emotion, 
And likewise, when we choose to focus on the bad in something, it will have the effect of inducing a negative one. So if you want to feel more love in your life, you're going to need to have more loving thoughts about that someone or something. There's nothing wrong with negative emotions. They're just a byproduct of the negative thoughts you're having. And they're all part of the human experience. The problem is in you thinking that your negative emotions shouldn't be happening to you, where you feel at the effect of them, instead of realizing that you are the cause. This is the shift that we need to make in going from a victim where you feel powerless and at the effect of over to a creator, where you know how to create the feelings that you do want to have. In the victim role, you attribute the way you're feeling about the circumstance and blame that for causing your experience of seeing the glasses half empty. The part you miss is where you get to choose whether to think and focus on it as being half empty or half full. The creator knows that they get to choose which way to think and therefore create whatever emotion they wish to feel. One is powerless and at the effect of a cause that is outside of themselves. The other exercises their power through conscious choice and is the cause of the effect they wish to create. While ever you think that it's all happening to you, you remain at the effect of the circumstance, which sets you up in this powerless model where you feel out of control, become riddled with anxiety, and after a while, it turns into depression. Whereas if you acknowledge it's your way of thinking about the half glass, you get to take your power back and exercise a very different thought or perspective about it that will produce a more positive emotion and therefore outcome. We rarely ever observe the thoughts we're having and how we could choose to think very differently about something. And when we don't, we get trapped into the illusion of thinking that this is the only way. What we know is if you see it one way, there is an equal and opposite way that it could also be. We need to open ourselves up to the other possibilities that could also exist and then choose which one we want to align ourselves with based on which way we want to feel. Everything we do is based on the way it will make us feel. But when we tie the way we feel to the circumstance, instead of the thought that we have about it and what we go and make that mean, we can't see a way out unless we change the circumstance, except most of the time they're outside of our control. So we feel fear on top of the other negative emotions and it all starts to spiral out of control until we develop anxiety or depression. But what if we were meant to experience all of it, the full spectrum, not just the good times, but the hardships and challenges? What if we need them to grow and evolve and become the best version of ourselves? I came across a letter from Paul Harvey to his grandchildren, which expresses this very idea and becomes what he wishes for them. 
Having lived through it now, looking back, he can see all the good that can come from the seemingly bad. He takes a very different view of it all. He writes, We tried so hard to make things better for our kids that we made them worse. For my grandchildren, I'd like better. I'd really like for them to know about hand-me-down clothes and homemade ice cream and leftover meatloaf sandwiches. I really would. I hope you learn humility by being humiliated and that you learn honesty by being cheated. I hope you learn to make your own bed and mow the lawn and wash the car. And I really hope nobody gives you a brand new car when you are 16. It will be good if at least one time you can see puppies born and your old dog put to sleep. I hope you get a black eye fighting for something you believe in. I hope you have to share a bedroom with your younger brother or sister. And it's all right if you have to draw a line down the middle of the room. But when he wants to crawl under the covers with you because he's scared, I hope you let him. When you want to see a movie and your little brother or sister wants to tag along, I hope you'll let him or her. I hope you have to walk uphill to school with your friends and that you live in a town where you can do it safely. On rainy days when you have to catch a ride, I hope you don't ask your driver to drop you two blocks away so you won't be seen riding with someone as uncool as your mum. And if you want a slingshot, I hope your dad teaches you how to make one instead of buying one. I hope you learn to dig in the dirt and read books. When you learn to use computers, I hope you also learn to add and subtract in your head. I hope you get teased by your friends when you have your first crush on a boy or girl. And when you talk back to your mother, that you learn what ivory soap tastes like. May you skin your knee climbing a mountain, burn your hand on a stove, and stick your tongue on a frozen flagpole. I don't care if you try a beer once, but I hope you don't like it. And if a friend offers you dope or a joint, I hope you realise that he or she is not your friend. I sure hope you make time to sit on a porch with your grandma or grandpa and go fishing with your uncle. May you feel sorrow at a funeral and joy during holidays. I hope your mother punishes you when you throw a baseball through your neighbour's window and that she hugs you and kisses you at Christmas time when you give her a plaster mould of your hand. These things I wish for you, tough times and disappointment, hard work and happiness. To me, it's the only way to appreciate life. The author takes the glass half full approach by pointing out all the good that can come from the bad situation or circumstance, but also the necessity in experiencing all of it to help provide the full context that we need to really appreciate life. For how could we know it was good if we didn't know how bad it could be? We live in a world of relativity and we need both to exist for there to be context in understanding which one we're dealing with, to discern up from down and good from evil. To embrace the 50-50 of life is to embrace the fullness of it all and the isness of life. We all have some good and some bad in us. We all know how to love or to hate. What we'd be better off doing is to stop all the judgment around it, to know that we are all susceptible in getting it wrong and instead have compassion for the human condition 
that we are all subject to. In not expecting that it should never happen or making it mean all these terrible things, but just resting in the knowledge that we can't have one without the other and therefore we need to embrace it all. So expect life to be 50-50. The probability of only experiencing one half of it, being the good side of course, is a mathematical improbability. But just know that whichever side you're on in the moment, there also exists the other. And it's always a choice which way you want to think about it. So exercise some of this free will that you have more consciously and choose which side you want to orientate your life towards. Both are just as real. And the great thing is you get to choose. This is the 50-50 of life. Have a beautiful day and don't forget to choose wisely in whichever way it serves you best. Mm-hmm.